I should just buy a gold mine, and then when some girl comes up and says, "Hey, what do you, what do you do for?" I own a gold mine. <laughs> well, you don't need to know. There's no gold in there. <laughs> well, she says, "Well, that's funny. I'm a gold digger. This is perfect." <laughs> <laughs> I'm clearly kidding about that. Mighty Ho Jeepers, it is another beautiful Friday. I'm Tony, and welcome to the Jeep Talk Show, the talk show where we talk about all things Jeep, from trail riding to overlanding and everything in between. Now, whether you're new to off-roading or a seasoned veteran, there are certain things you should always keep in mind before you hit the trails. We cover a few of these things in our interviews, and hopefully you can sit back, grab a cold one, and get ready for another great guest right here on the Jeep Talk Show. All right, apparently I upset a few people <laughs> last week on last Friday's interview episode, uh, at least uh, the part before uh, the interview with Larry. I apologize to uh, Larry today to tell him I didn't mean to take away from his interview. Uh, I thought it was a very nice interview, but uh, also, too, I didn't want to get in a situation, and I may have mentioned this last week, I didn't want to get in a situation where uh, something happened to me. I either uh, was no longer... Uh, able to do uh, the, uh, the the whole podcasting thing uh, or suck air anymore. So I didn't want to I didn't want to uh, go out without at least saying a, a pseudo goodbye. Uh, it's very nerve wracking whenever you have issues that, especially if you've never had them before, uh, and when you call into the doctor and the doctor says, "Oh yeah, you need to get to the ER so they can run some scans, see if you had a stroke." <laughs> so uh, it's now several days later. Uh, I uh, I am uh, still here, uh, obviously. Uh, either that or AI has taken over the show. So uh, you never know. You never know what's going to happen with life, uh, and you never know uh, what uh, what's the right thing to do. Uh, I don't know if uh, how many of you guys know. Uh, I uh, I left my job back in uh, December of 2022, and that also means I left uh, health insurance uh, at that time. Now, uh, I, I took some time off. I, I was uh, given a severance package, and uh, I've been working uh, pretty much steadily for the last uh, six and a half, almost seven years at this company, being the only person that was uh, in charge of all the corp- corporate IT stuff. So uh, maybe one or two days off. I think uh, when I left, I had uh, four weeks of vacation, which I found out afterwards that they don't pay for. Uh, so I've been having a really good time, although a little nerve wracking because it is always scary not to have health insurance. And uh, I, unfortunately, I just I can't afford uh, to you know take off and uh, pay out of pocket for health insurance. So um, obviously, this uh, this uh, situation has come up is going to uh, encourage me to go uh, find another job. And uh, in that in the interim, I've been kind of focusing on the show. I, I had no uh, I had no thought process that I thought that the show would be able to uh, pay my salary and pay for health insurance and everything else. Uh, but I've been giving it a good go, and I'm sure you guys have noticed it on um, the various social media platforms with uh, images and uh, the Patreon thing and all the rest of that stuff. So uh, I'm sure you've seen a push. Uh, for uh, getting the show off of, uh, you know, kind of top dead center. Now, don't get me wrong. The show is doing very, very well, much better than uh, what I thought it would ever do. But, you know, if you're going to put your time and effort into something, um, do it the best you can. And uh, I kind of found out the hard way that just having a great show isn't enough. You have to get people to listen to the show. You have to advertise the show. And as I say, we can't afford advertising because we have Jeeps. Uh, so a uh, big, big thank you to all the people that have been past subscribers to the show. 
uh, and also to especially you guys that are doing the new thing with us with, with the Patreon. I think we're going to be on the Patreon for quite a while. I, I really like the ability to uh, push out content uh, ad free and uh, in advance. So you get the as a Patreon subscriber, you're able to get uh, li- you can listen to the episodes much sooner than everybody else. Hopefully, hopefully, if you're a Patreon subscriber, you like that. If uh, you're not a Patreon subscriber, uh, hopefully that is something that uh, you might uh, consider uh, as an advantage. Also, too, we have discount codes, uh, several of them now. And uh, I think our, our biggest discount code was actually given uh, by our uh, interviewee uh, for tonight, uh, Todd Taylor at Trails Off-Road, trailsoffroad.com. You'll be hearing his interview coming up here in a second. Anyway, uh, I'm no doctor. Uh, I feel fine. Uh, but uh, I, I think that uh, if that switch turns off in your brain... <laughs> <laughs> you feel fine until it happens. So we'll see what happens. And uh, definitely looking forward uh, uh, to going to the uh, third annual Jeep Talk Show Off-Road Texas event uh, tomorrow, June the 3rd. Hopefully you're going too. Uh, and I guess if you're close enough, you could find out about this on, on Friday and just come on out Saturday the 3rd. Uh, you're, you're more than welcome. We don't need to need to have anything uh, filled out. Uh, I mean, we have a form that you'll fill out once there, but we don't need any anything ahead of time. Just come on out and uh, join us on the trail. Uh, I'm going to be there. Chuck's going to be there. And uh, Nikki G, first time anywhere. Not just with the Jeep Talk Show, anywhere. He's, he never leaves the house. <laughs> Are you ready? It's time for the Jeep Talk Show with hosts Tony, Josh, Wendy, and Chuck. You know, I think I'd mention, uh, I'll mention this really quick. Uh, Larry Jeeping Mo, jeepingmo.com, is uh, going to be joining us for a little uh, on our uh, second flagship episode, the Thursday episode. He's going to join us, uh, and I don't know if it's going to be every week or not. We'll see how it goes. Uh, It's really up to Larry, uh, but he is going to be uh, handling tech and fab. And I'm really excited about the fab stuff. I've never done any uh, uh, fab work as far as welding. Uh, goes. Uh, I'm very interested in that, and uh, um, maybe once I'm uh, employed again, I'll get me a welder, and I'll actually get started in doing some of that stuff, because I think that that is probably the the most, if you can weld, you can pretty much fix any problem uh, with your Jeep. Uh, I mean, there's there's certain things like automatic transmission and uh, differential, regearing differentials or fixing differentials uh, that I would be a little nervous about. I would be less nervous about the differentials as I would be uh, fixing an automatic transmission. Uh, but uh, I can I can do everything with the exception of those two things. Eh, I think that's right. Uh, with the exception of doing like a frame or uh, body work uh, with, uh, you know, where you stick those two pieces of metal together. Uh, if I could do that, man, I would almost be able to build me a Jeep. <laughs> From around the world. Or from your city. And sometimes just down the street. Howdy, neighbor. It's the Jeep Talk Show interview. Hi, deal, boys and girls. It's time for another Jeep Talk Show interview, and we're going to be talking with Todd. Todd is a avid wheeler who loves to explore new trails whenever and wherever possible. They say necessity is the mother of invention, which is true for Todd. His want and desire to find passable trails and new nooks and crannies of the great American West to explore were his reasons behind starting trails off-road. 
On any given day, you can find Todd on an obscure 4x4 trail curating trails off-road guides or using his legs to take a hike to an alpine lake. Todd, thanks a lot. It sounds like a dream job. It sounds like something you were doing and say, hey, maybe I can help other people out. Yeah, you know, I mean, it, it really it doesn't pay all that well, but it sure beats <laughs> going and sitting in a boardroom and uh, trying to uh, deal with all the stuff that goes on in an office. I can tell you that. And um, true, true story. I mean, it really started out of, you know, they say the necessity is the mother of all invention. And, you know, I just got really tired of a lot of bad trail information out there, not being able to find information. Um, it took a couple, uh, couple years. And then, uh, finally one spring weekend, I had, uh, rescued and recovered a few vehicles that were in situations way above their head. And I just pulled into the driveway, parked the Jeep. I walked to the front door and I dreamed up trails off road. I said, well, how cool would it be if we got a bunch of people together around the country to write about the trails? They really know, like by the back of their hand, create those trail guides where new off-roader will really understand what's going on, keep them updated on a regular basis, and then put it out there to the public. So we started this in 2015, uh, and today we've got uh, over uh, 3,000 full trail guides, and then we've got almost another 2,000 of what we consider our partial trail guides or our scout routes. So we really uh, span the United States pretty quickly. Now, when you say trail guides, is this uh, for off-road vehicles or it's a trail? It doesn't matter if it's for uh, motorcycles, uh, UTVs, uh, Jeeps, uh, or on foot? Very specific to four-wheel drive street legal vehicles. Um, So not hiking trails, not ATV trails, not snowmobile trails. We do get a lot of the ATV, UTV people uh, that uses quite a bit, but our focus is really on, you know, common uh, off-roader, a person that has a Wrangler in the driveway and wants to go explore for the weekend. And are Broncos excluded? This is a very important question. <laughs> uh, well, you know, the uh, with not getting into too many politics, we just say we're we're vehicle neutral. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so so Jeep copycats are okay. Uh, that's my words. You don't you don't have to go with that. <laughs> Vehicle neutral, but I will I will say that uh, Jeep is by far number one, and uh, our uh, trails off road was really built in the back of a Jeep. I've got a 2008 JK that uh, doesn't have uh, one area that isn't scratched or beat up. Uh, that's got hundreds of thousands of miles. That's uh, created a lot of these trail guides. So. Uh, I, I would say it's very fair to say that uh, the Jeep is uh, number one. Now, I'm sorry. Did you just mention the color of your Jeep? I don't. I didn't. I didn't hear it. Flame red. I'm a flame red fan. I wish they would come back with flame red for the Wranglers. <laughs> that, sir, is the correct color for a Jeep. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, any any red color, and, and not that purple thing that they called uh, what was it? Some some uh, uh, that movie related color from uh, uh, Willy Wonka. I, I can't. They were. It was a purple. People were calling that stuff red, and it's not red. That was a maroon at best. It was pretty, but it wasn't red. Yeah, yeah. Red no, red yeah. is the proper color. So red, uh, red, red's a classic classic Wrangler color. 
Well, I mean, Jeeps are fantastic, and they should be seen, so they should have a bright color. And and red is my personal choice, but there are other bright colors. That that bright green is just amazing. I, I just don't know how the, the battery, they keep the battery charged up uh, to keeping that green on all the time like that, but uh, but I digress. So, so you mentioned trails and people having an idea of the trails that they're going to visit, and they can actually look and see before they're out there learning the hard way. They can use the Trails Off-Road product, and that's trailsoffroad.com, so you guys can uh, uh, can uh, read along, so to speak, uh, while we're doing this interview. Check it out and find out more about it. Um, so I just went out uh, recently to UAB, I like that, uh, Moab, Utah, and I had that exact issue. I was out there for the first time. Uh, I had no idea what kind of uh, trail systems. I had no idea of the the, the scale of this because, uh, you know, we, uh, we talked before we recorded here about uh, Hidden Falls Adventure Park, which is a very nice and large park, but it's not, uh, the tr- one trail is not 33 miles away from another trail. <laughs> I'm like, well, crap, how am I going to meet anybody out here? Because they're scattered all over. And I had uh, no concept of just how big the Moab complex was. I mean, you can, I don't even think you can call it Moab because Moab's the town. And 33 miles away isn't, uh, I don't think, is Moab town. It's just a trail that's way the hell over there. Now, I did find out that Hell's Revenge and Fins and things are very close to the, the Moab city. It may, it may actually be in Moab. I don't know. But something like this, going over something uh, a, a, a product like this, would have clued me in on all these things now fortunately i was out there with about uh uh, 10 or 12 other jeep talk show people uh that had been there before and could drag my 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 dumb ass around (laughs) to say no we need to go over here we need to go over here uh and uh so and the trail runs i just had to go to where the trail runs were for uh, other things so it kind of took care of itself but boy just the the shock factor of learning this was was really tough yeah, I mean, that area is, uh, you know, it, it really is a prized area for the off-road community because there's so many hundreds of miles of roads. You've got, you know, you can go uh, just simple dirt roads to some of the most extreme off-roading on the Slick Rock. Uh, I live in Grand Junction, which is oh, okay. to, to drive at the pavement is an hour and a half. Um, I could drive to Moab on dirt uh from from grand junction and and then once i get into moab i could literally drive almost all the way to the arizona border on dirt so there's there's just so much stuff out there and uh you you know it really is uh you can you can be in with the crowd or you can get out and not see anybody and i've taken a little personal pride in every easter jeep safari we've always gone out and created a couple new trail guides and I'll always joke with people. I'll say, we won't see a soul today. And everybody's like, oh, no, you will. You, you will because it's Easter Jeep Safari. And I said, oh, no, we won't. <laughs> and uh, so we go out there and you could literally be out there in the middle of Easter Jeep Safari and find a road and have it all to yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got separated from the group uh, <laughs> up on the Metal Masher. And uh, I had to find my way down the, uh, I, I guess you would call it the mountain, the, the Mesa or whatever it is. And uh, I, uh, I didn't see anybody for probably an hour. And I'm trying to figure out where the trail is. And it, it's pretty clear, but uh, some things are flat rock, and flat rock doesn't have tracks. And I guess uh, what I was on wasn't used enough to, to, to get the, the rubber embedded in it so you could actually see the, the black of the, the tires running over it. 
So uh, I made it down pretty far, and then uh, I was sitting there looking at my phone trying to call up a map or something, which I was stupid for not having any kind of map thing with me. And uh, one of the Quadratech vehicles that was part of that run uh, pulled up behind me. I was blocking the, the way. So I kind of moved over, and they said, follow us. <laughs> so, it, so it worked out. But, uh, and that brings up a good question here. Now, the, the reason why I was stopped and trying to find a map is cell service isn't 100%, as you would well imagine, uh, there in the, uh, the Utah area because of all the mountains and uh, cell uh, tower placements, et cetera. Um, is this available for offline operation? Can you, can you use this information from Trails Off-Road offline? Yeah, our apps in the App Store, so the um, the Android Store and the iOS Store, uh, both apps are are made to work offline. Now, the photos and the video that comes with each trail guide won't load offline, um, but it, we have probably the most simple offline package there is. We we are the way that we put it together was you left your house, you're filling up with gas, and you're like, oh crap, I forgot to download the maps. So what we wanted to do is make it super easy. So in the app, you just download an entire state. And with good Wi-Fi, you could download the state of Utah in under 30 minutes, which would be the entire state. So yeah, absolutely. You have to have offline capability because even in Michigan, you can get out just north of Detroit and lose cell for, you know, most of the day. So uh, it's not like the country's got it totally everywhere yet. So as we're speaking, I am uh, installing the Trails Off-Road app on my phone. I had already signed up uh, back in December 2022 uh, online with the desktop, but that's not going to be much good. <laughs> I could see me trying to get a cell signal, calling my wife. Okay, honey, go here, run this. <laughs> no, I don't know where I'm at. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I, I would highly recommend that before you go off-road, you get this thing and download the entire state. This would have been a lifesaver, um, not, not literally, but there's a certain amount of uh, uh, fear, especially when it's starting to get dark. I wasn't going to travel on, on the mountain finding trails at night, even though I've got a lot of light. It's just dangerous to do. I was just going to uh, button up the, the Jeep and lean the seat back and sleep until morning and then continue down the trail. Fortunately, I, I didn't have to do that, but having a map would be it would have been a great thing and yes i know and todd this is not you saying this this is people screaming at their listening devices saying you're a dumbass for going out there without a map i know but sometimes you gotta learn the hard way right you know it happens to the best of us i've gotten to the trailhead and realized i didn't do my offline downloads and stuff like that so it, it absolutely happens to the best of us um but i think you bring up a good point tony is you get to a place like Moab and it's so vast and there's so many trails that have so many different flavors from skill level to the type of scenery that you see. It's like, how do you even start doing that? Um, you know, how do you, how do you pick what you want when you only have a certain amount of days you just drove across the country? So that's why we drive all the trails and really point that stuff out. So, if you look at our map, it's all color-coded based on difficulty. So if you're brand new, maybe you don't want to get into the reds and the purples. You want to stick with the greens and the oranges. And then you can find some stuff that works for you. You could drill into the trail guide and really see what you're getting into before you get out there. Because, you know, in, in America anymore, you know, your recreation time is so precious. Absolutely. And, and, and I'll, I'll just say this from experience. When you go to something that's like in Utah and in the Moab area, 
you don't want to spend a lot of time uh, trying to figure out how to get from point A to point B. You want to spend time being on the trail and looking at the scenery. <laughs> because the scenery is just stunning. You don't want to be sitting there worried about how to get from, uh, you know, get back to Moab like I was. And you want to be out there enjoying everything. And it actually, the, the whole adventure, it was an adventure and it was enjoyable. But the, when you're when you're going through it, it's a bit uh, concerning, especially when you got team members calling you up, going, "Tony, are you still on the mountain? <laughs> you want us to come get you?" Uh-huh. <laughs> that was it. Was a lot of fun. I was like, "No, I'm fine. I'm a man. I can figure it out." <laughs> So certainly something like this can make you uh, seem like you're more, uh, I guess, more of a man because you don't have to tell people you don't know where you are. <laughs> you can just use the map and fake it, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, well, some of the, the feedback we get is uh, people will say, hey, it's like having a personal tour guide with me. Um, so that, that's how detailed our trail guides are. People really feel at ease, especially when you're exploring a new area. And I think for especially Jeep owners, right, you just go and purchase a brand new Rubicon, you know, I mean, you're talking a lot of money for these vehicles and, you know, you, you want to drive home and make sure it's in one piece or you're going to have, you know, what to pay, you know, when you pull in the driveway. So it's, uh, it's really important for us to, to help people get them into the areas and the places and the, in the, the areas of comfort that, you know, is good for them. And some people want it extremely difficult. Other people's don't. So, you know, that's what that's really what we try to help people with. So I just got signed up on my phone, got the, the username and password that I set up previously uh, in there. And the first screen that comes up once you you know tell it if you can use uh, precise GPS, etc., uh, is it shows me best rated trails nearby. And uh, I, I have no idea what this is. Uh, Follett's I, uh, Island Beach. It's a surfside beach. It's 65 miles away from me. So this the app comes up and tells you where the trails are near your location. Yeah, we, what we wanted to do with the app is, is really make sure that people, you know, that are on the road, they can find something quickly nearby. Now, that's not quickly nearby, but it is, it is very near to you. We actually have... Uh, most of the, if we got all the Texas beach trails, um, and Texas has, you know, I think it's like 200 and some miles of beach that you can drive on. It's actually the most in the whole country. We have all those trail guides, so it's probably pulling from that because it's nearest to your house. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. And, and, and sadly, whenever I started looking for trails, I bought a, a 98 Jeep, and a couple, a few years after that, I modified it. Uh, due to concern about uh, evacuation during a, a very severe hurricane that was uh, potentially going to hit us. And uh, then I started the whole Jeep thing. I mean, I had off-roaded uh, in the past, but very long ago, a 83 uh, short wheelbase Chevy pickup on 37s, but never in a Jeep. So <clears throat> I started getting into this whole Jeep uh, culture, and I went, oh, yeah, well, I'm going to go off-road. Took the family off into Texas, and this is Texas, damn it. Surely there's places to go off-road. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so I can uh, well imagine that uh, 65 miles is uh, is pretty close. I mean, like I told you earlier, we, uh, we go to Hidden Falls Adventure Park, which is a good three hours from me. Uh, it's a very nice park, but it's a, it's a long drive, which I just wouldn't expect that in Texas. I would expect Texas to be more like what Utah is, where there's just all kinds of places that you can go, go off-road. 
Have yeah. you been to Big Ben Ranch State Park by chance? I have not. Uh, I have not done a lot. And and people hear this hear this all the time, and they moan by now. But my '98 uh, Cherokee, I built it up. I mean, it's it's pretty nice, pretty pretty nicely built. Not not uh, wild or anything. But the issue I always had with it was I could drive about 50 miles before it would the, the gradual uh, overheating would occur, and then I would have to pull over. And then the best I could do, especially during summertime temperatures, was about 50. 55 miles an hour and uh, otherwise it would repeat overheat repeat overheat so i actually got the gladiator to tow the the cherokee out and then i found, <laughs> and then I found out that the gladiator i mean i got the max tow for it uh, from it uh, exp- specifically to be able to tow the xj and now i'm finding out i can go wherever the hell i want to go whether it's on road or off road with this uh, mildly modified gladiator so it's, yeah <laughs> what motor do you have in it it's a three six Okay. Yeah, it, it's an amazing thing, uh, and uh, driving up to uh, to Utah was uh, was it was so cool to actually go out there and bang the shit out of that thing, especially with that long ass sticking out. Uh, just bang the shit of that thing, get back on the highway and uh, head out, and it was such a smooth, uh, luxurious ride back home. The whole twenty hours back home. So uh, yeah, so it's it's really opened up the world for me. And my point being is is that I haven't been to a lot of places. I haven't done a lot of, a lot off roading. I've wanted to, and that's that's why I did all the modifications to the XJ. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, so I've got uh, I've got two off-road capable capable rigs now. When I was just planning on having the, I always thought it would be cool to have a uh, a Jeep truck to tow a Jeep XJ and then take the XJ <laughs> off-road. I mean, I got an Atlas in the XJ, so I was planning on wheeling that thing. And oh, I, yeah, I just I, I never could get past. Well, I kept stretching the damn chain in the the transfer case, and I said, "Enough of this! No more chains." <clears throat> so anyway, uh, so now I have two capable jeeps that I can wheel, and uh, but the one the Gladiator is really simple because you just point it where you want to go, and then get there and do the wheeling, and then uh, come back home. So uh, it's 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 a hard decision. Well, I, I tell you a true story. I took a uh, a gentleman that's a absolute Toyota purist, and uh, to the point where his Toyotas have to have rust on them. The old Toyotas. <laughs> that's great. And uh, I picked him up at the Denver airport. We drove out in my 2008 JK. We drove out to Moab, wheeled around for a few days. We finished up. I said, "All right, we'll air up right now." And he was just amazed that you could drive. Uh, that long of a distance up and over the mountains, wheel for a few days, air up and drive home all in the same vehicle. And I go, yeah, that's that's how that's how easy it is. So, yeah, I get it. Oh, it's just amazing. Uh, and uh, I mean, things happen. And I'm not going to tell anybody out there that things won't happen while you're off road. They absolutely uh, can happen. Actually, I, I cratered a, a taillight uh, up there on a metal masher. Uh, turned up uh, turned out to be plastic masher for me, but I cratered a taillight. But it was still functional enough for me to to get home without it getting a ticket or pulled over. Uh, I guess fortunately I had a a little LED bulb that I put in there, so when I hit the brakes, it everything was was red. Uh, but uh, now I have a, a nice set of uh, Oracle tail lights uh, on on the Gladiator, so it was it's true. It's just another reason to upgrade. Uh, but you know things things may happen, and it may not just be a tail light. You could have serious issues. The uh, the uh, uh, L, uh, sorry, I always get them confused. The LJ that was in front of me on Metal Masher uh, lost its uh, front drive shaft uh, trying to go up yep. a up a ledge, and you know that things like that happen. But <laughs> they they literally uh, broke the pinion. It wasn't the U joint that went; it was the pinion that broke. 
So that drive shaft was slopping around because it wasn't connected to the pinion any longer. So I, I, I mean, I don't get out that much, but I'd never seen anything like that or heard anything about like that. But it's something that can happen. And uh, they they spent a good uh, four or five hours getting that uh, LJ uh, off the mountain because uh, we we had not reached the top at that point. So uh, th- that that can absolutely happen to you. But more than likely, uh, it, you'll be just fine driving up there and driving back to to the trailer or to your house. And it's great to have something that is um, uh, something that keeps uh, tells you where the trail is, especially in stressful moments like that. It's whatever can help you uh, not have to think, just follow and go. Is is uh, it's just to me a, a plus and potentially a lifesaver. Yeah, absolutely. You know the uh, uh, the anxiety factor that you can get into out on some of these trails, especially if it's. Uh, you know, some of the more common things that can really freak people out is a being very remote with no cell service. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you're very remote, no cell service, and all of a sudden you're on an off-camber shelf road on a loose rock, uh, those are things that can really start cranking somebody's anxiety up. And that's what we've tried to do is, you know, prepare people for that before they just go wander out there. Because I've been out there where, you know, it's been the proverbial, you know, crap in my pants. um you know type situation and it's it's scary and especially when you're by yourself it's you know the the fear factor gets even higher uh when you do that now you got a great story to tell when you come home and you survived it all but you know unfortunately some people make bad decisions and, and stuff like that so that's where you know for us with what we do we really really try to get into that stuff before you go so you know um you know what you're getting into out there um one of my favorite trails happens to be right there in moab it's called lockhart basin and it's uh i think it's like 40 some miles long but you start the chicken corners just uh south uh, southwest of moab and then you end up in canyonlands national park and you could eventually go almost all the way to arizona from there but the first mile is is very very tough and then you're absolutely in the middle of nowhere and i guarantee you you'll be out there and you might see one person and uh i put that in the trail guide that this is a very remote trail and then uh it's fun to see community member reviews on our trail guides because somebody wrote in and said i really took for granted or not for granted but uh that really didn't take into consideration what we were talking about about being remote because he went out by himself and uh he really started you know the fear started setting in it's like god i'm it would take me three days to walk for help you know so so uh, i hope this doesn't put you in a bad situation uh but let me let me just use my uh the, the issue that i had uh, i'm up on the metal masher and uh, i and i have let's say trails off-road on my phone no cell service uh, so I've I've done the smart thing and uploaded or downloaded the state to my phone. How could I use this? I mean, GPS is everywhere, thankfully. You don't have to have self-service for GPS, just a, a good uh, uh, shot at the sky. And uh, so I'm taking off. Uh, I've, I've lost the person that was in front of me because they were in a, a, a really built-up rig, <laughs> and I've lost them. So I, I would just go to the go to stop, of course, uh, bring up trails off road. Probably should have it on the entire time I was uh, doing metal masher. Would pr- probably be the preferred way of doing this. And then, uh, but if not, start it up, and now uh, it locates me on the trail. Correct. 
Absolutely. You'll know exactly where you're at on the trail. Or perhaps not on the trail, which would be part of the problem. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> and might, but it definitely would either tell me I'm on the trail or where I needed to go to get to the trail. Yeah. What, what you would have is you would, you would locate yourself on the map and then you would be able to make some quick decisions. Do I want to continue? Because uh, you'd be able to look into the trail guide and you would be able to see any of the upcoming obstacles. And then what we do is we also notate uh, the hardest part. So you would know if you're past the hardest part uh, or, or it's still yet to come. Yeah, death is and around the corner. <laughs> yeah, right. And in that, in that situation, you could have made a decision, you know, uh, you know, continue on or turn back. Um, based on on what you have so mm-hmm. you know a lot of times you know you're out on a trail where you don't have this information and it's uh you know i was out mapping a trail in uh kentucky last summer and you know you get these little moments where it's like okay what's up ahead what's up ahead am i going to be able to make it i literally got to the last 200 feet of the trail and got to a washed out kind of mud obstacle i was by myself and i was like man do i really want to do this by myself um you know it would be i'd have felt more comfortable if somebody was with me or do i want to turn and drive everything all over again and go back out so you know having that information at your fingertips for just you know a casual off-roader is is very very helpful because it allows you to make those decisions well information uh is confidence and confidence is uh, making uh, good decisions so uh, i was i got metal masher and i'm looking at this on the desktop it's just easier for me to see than being on the phone uh but uh i've got this up on uh, my desktop and i see that number 13 for metal masher uh is probably that a flat area that we were up on where we could look down and see the the tiny little jeeps driving by on the trail that i think we actually came in on and uh it's like okay so i click 13 and it takes me to a series of pictures and I can verify, yep, that's where I was. That's that flat area. And uh, looking at it, uh, I mean, those pictures are great. Where, now, you don't take all these pictures, do you? Uh, not personally, but that's what we do is uh, every trail guide comes with, uh, with the, main, the main images, which is the, what we call the hero image. And then we have a camping photo, the hardest part photo, which uh, actually the hardest part photo you don't see yet. That's a new thing coming out any week. Uh, but every one of those waypoints, we do take three photos each. So those those waypoints are going to be the obstacles or this flat area, camping spots. Um, not only do we take the video or take the photos, Tony, we also take a video of ah, each trail guide. Very it's nice. A short video. Yeah. For the, the learners out there that, that really don't want to read, they can just watch a quick <laughs> video and get a flavor. Of yeah. So. Readings for suckers. So, <laughs> so I got to tell you, this is funny. Uh, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm there at uh, some, some one of the events or something, and I, I'm telling somebody, yeah, I'm going on uh, Metal Masher uh, tomorrow, uh, and it, uh, and Greg Henderson invited me to go there, and they're saying. Uh, there was more more to it than this, but the the the, the punchline was: Does Greg like you? <laughs> I said he said it was okay. He said you could do it in a a, a stock a jeep. <laughs> he could think I go okay. <laughs> then I had to talk to Greg. Greg, are you setting me up for a failure? So I'm looking at uh, looking at the trails off road setting, and it it says extreme that <laughs> metal measure 
is an extreme with a ten, a ten uh, difficulty of six, and a, uh, the the purple, which is ten extreme. Oh, and it's currently open. <laughs> so I'm going. My God, I see why people were saying this. And this, I don't know if it would. This would have been good information for me to have before I went because it wasn't that bad. <laughs> yeah. So so what you see on our trail guide, we we provide two difficulty numbers. So we have the the part that's absolutely mandatory. There's no going around it. And then we have the optional, which is where you're seeing uh, the extreme on Metal Masher. Oh yeah, it does say so optional. We, good, good point. <laughs> yep. So we have we have that as a as a six to ten. And then if you look a little further down, Tony, we actually do a uh, we do a vehicle recommendation. Oh, nice. And yeah. So we do a vehicle recommendation, and we do recommend a lightly modified uh four by four so with a small lift a little bit bigger of a tire on that type of trail Mm -hmm. yeah that's very nice oh i like the little picture of the bronco with the international knot symbol on it that's very very nice (laughs) no it's not really there i was gonna say wait where is that on there (laughs) i'm just i'm just making todd panic (laughs) no no, this is uh this is one of our older guides metal masher but it's still pretty accurate so yeah concerns body damage uh concerns width uh, concerns mid off uh, camber. Uh, oh, and pinstriping. <laughs> My wife has been pointing that out to me since I got back. You broke the Jeep. <laughs> it's pinstriping. That's just good. Things are going to happen. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, and you, that's the one you broke a taillight on, right? Yep, that's right. Mild body damage. Yep, mild body damage. It looked, fortunately, it was really just the, the taillight itself. So, um, but anyway, uh, this is great, man. I wish I had had this. Uh, I, I'm certainly going to make sure I have this in the future. I just got to remember to download the state map before I go. Uh, actually, I'll, uh, I'll use this at our event uh, here on June 3rd uh, at uh, Hidden, uh, uh, I always want to call it Hidden Falls, or Hidden, uh, Hidden Valley, Hidden Falls Adventure Park on June 3rd, uh, our next uh, Texas uh, Jeep Talk Show off-road event. So this will be really cool. Now, I got to ask, because I know a lot of the Jeep Talk Show members and listeners like using Gaia. And um, how is this, and I, and I think I already know the answer to this, but I'm, I want to ask this so anybody out there that still has this question, how is this different than just using Gaia? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, what, what Trails Off-Road does is we put the detail in the maps that maps would never show. So what Gaia does really well, and we we really feel that they're the best navigation app out there. Gaia provides incredible base maps. I think they have a, a few hundred different base maps. We actually use Gaia uh, for our tool, our main tool when we go out and create the trail guide. So we record our track in Gaia, we plan our routes in Gaia, and then we use their base maps for various trail research. So we can even, like in Gaia, you can even drill down and find a geology layer. So if you want to know, you know, the different types of rocks and things like that that are around, you can get into a geology layer. They don't create trail guides. They just have that great, great base map system um, that you can, you know, find roads all across the country. I, I will tell you as much as we love Gaia, they'll show, they'll depict a lot of dirt roads that aren't there anymore. Mm. Um, so that's where we we actually drive every road um, to create our trail guides. Obviously, to create all the photos and the video. Um, so it's not a it's not the the ultimate end all be all, but from a navigation standpoint and for base maps, 
clearly hands down the best out there. And I think they're first to market with a lot of that stuff as well. Mm -hmm. Now I see here, at least on the desktop, and I'm sure it's probably available on the, uh, the phone application. You correct me if it's not, but I see where uh, it says upload to Gaia GPS and also to there's a download GPX, which I know uh, that uh, several of our members like on the, the trail run, they'll actually set up the trail run and then we'll make that uh, GPX file available to all the listeners that are going to be coming out to the event so that they can have that and know what we're going to be doing uh, that day uh, for our, our event. So this is really, really nice to be able to, uh, to, to be able to get this stuff and get it ready for uh, Gaia. Now, I also see uh, that you can um, print the trail, which uh, I don't know if they still require this or not, but in flying you you can have all the fancy electronic stuff you can in these days you can have a smartphone and 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 whatnot to go by but having a a printed map uh for your flight is very important and i wouldn't say it is as important when you're off-road jeeping but i think having a printed map is is a backup a final backup is, is is critical yeah, uh, two two things there. The upload to Gaia button is what we what we created with Gaia is just a simple. You press that button, and then the track and the waypoints end up in your Gaia GPS account. So instead of having to download it and re-upload it, it's a quick button oh, to get nice. it in your Gaia account. So it's really easy. It works from the web and the app. Um, the download the GPX files is just for our our paid members, but it's all on our app anyways. And then a uh, funny story about printing the trail guides. Um, I personally like having paper. If I could have all my maps and paper where I could put them out on the hood of the Jeep and figure out what I'm doing next, you know, just that bird's eye view I love. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we had that printing feature in since 2019, I believe, or 2018. And uh, just uh, late last year, we decided to take it out and we really didn't, code in properly to understand its use case. And then within three hours of that button being gone, we probably had four or five, you know, nasty letters come in. <laughs> Why did you get rid of that? And then within three or four hours, we had it right back. <laughs> so uh, it's still a paper world out there. I, you know, it is what it is. So. Oh, well, the, the, you don't have to worry about charging paper. You don't have to worry about... Uh, the uh the 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 screen breaking on the paper it's it's just something that you i mean with the winds that we had out there you'd have a problem with it blowing off (laughs) but but, you know that's uh it's just something that you know is going to work no matter what Uh, and that's one of the reasons back whenever i was flying that was one of the reasons why you had to have something that was paper and a flashlight you had to take a flashlight with you in case you're flying at night and uh the uh, all the power generating stuff uh stopped the engine kept going but the power electricity part uh was off you were you had that flashlight and a paper map and uh, a wing and a prayer <laughs> that contingencies you're, at, you're exactly. absolutely right and you have and, to uh, think about that when you're doing stuff like this because uh, you may go out there with a group but like me i got separated and i was there by myself and i needed to be able to take care of myself and and not having anything with me uh, was uh, was stressful. Yeah, and and you know, I mean, anything can happen. Uh, I've had it where you know my phone's fouled up. I mean, I'm not I'm not one to drop my phone, but you know, you're out there taking a photo and you fall down and the phone goes with you, and you know, if that's all your navigation, you know, you're you're stuck. <laughs> yeah. So I, I personally have an iPad and my, my phone with everything all 
uploaded and updated together in case one goes. So, I mean, it just takes one UFO overfly to mess up all your electronics, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I didn't see any UFOs while I was out there. I mean, if, if you're going to see a UFO someplace, you know, that's where you should see it. <laughs> So, uh, okay, well, this is really cool. I'm glad I, I went this direction because this gives me a, a really good feel for what this will do. Now, uh, you mentioned uh, subscriptions uh, or paid plans. What, uh, wh- who is this available for? Is there, is there a free uh, version of this or is all the, the use cases a paid membership? Yeah, we actually have more free content than anybody um in one place for off-road trail information so we have several hundred trail guides the full trail guide that you're you know like you're looking at on metal masher Mm -hmm. we provide free all of uh all but uh two of the jeep badge of honor trails we're really big into the jeep badge of honor trails we've got all but two we'll have the remaining two hopefully by the end of next month um, but all those trail guides are absolutely free to the public. So if you're using the Jeep Badge of Honor app, you can go to Trails Off-Road and find the actual trail guide for those Jeep Badge of Honor trails. And uh, we also have another, I want to say it's, Tony, like 1,500 of our trail guides we provide. The track is a free, as part of the free service, you can get the track without the waypoints and some of the basic information. So you could literally go a couple years as a free member, you know, just working with the, 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 we call them the all access preview trail guides. And then as an all access member, you get access to over 3000 trail guides, 2000 of our scout routes right now. And that is $39.99 a year. Oh, that's not bad at all for what all the the work and effort. I mean, just the pictures alone. Because looking at this, I would have uh, realized that I uh, that Greg was out to kill me, and I shouldn't do metal masher by looking at these pictures. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some of those some of those trail guides, uh, you know, they can take a you know a day a day of field work, and then you've got a day of office work, you know, putting it all together, and then you, of course you got to rerun it, you know on a periodic basis just to make sure that the trail conditions haven't changed. So there's a awful lot of work uh, that goes into, into making the trail guides and it's, uh, it's a lot of fun making them and we really want to make sure that they're the most detailed so we don't mind uh, doing any of that. So it's uh it's really a, a fun time so oh i can i can i can just bet billy i need you to go out to uh, metal masher and update that map oh <laughs> do i have to damn <laughs> yeah and i don't know if this is a good time to talk about this or not sure. Tony, but um the way that uh we basically are always looking for writers so we have uh, our scout route program is is the trail guide light uh, that is where people start off, and we actually pay people to go out and document the trails at a, in a very light way. And then uh, the scouts eventually turn into our what we call our trail guide riders, and then those trail guide riders, uh, you know, go out and do the heavy lifting with all the photography, the writing, and the video. Um, at the bottom of our homepage, you can click a link that says "Write for Us." And then what we do is we set up a video interview because we just don't let anybody come in. We like sure. to talk with you first and go through a couple little steps um, before that we do that. Um, and that opens up the door for uh, what we call our patrols. 
And uh, this is going to be new for 2023, but the patrols are responsible for driving the trails and notating if anything in the trail guides changed. Um, so it's, it's really, you know, for someone that wants to, you're not going to get rich, you're not going to retire off this, but if you want some gas money and you want to be out on the trail having a good time and then make a little extra money for parts and all the fun stuff, it's a great opportunity and it's available in every state in the country. Oh, I'm glad you mentioned that because if nothing else, it's a great way to pick up chicks. Yeah, uh, I'm a jeeper. <laughs> I ride for trails well, off-road. <laughs> I, I always thought, you know, like, what do you do for a living? Yeah. And, you know, out here in Colorado, you can buy these old gold mines for, you know, a few thousand dollars. And I was like, <laughs> I should just buy a gold mine. And then when some girl comes up and says, hey, what do you, what do, you do for I own a gold mine. <laughs> Well, you don't need to know there's no gold in there. <laughs> she says, well, that's funny. I'm a gold digger. This is perfect. <laughs> I'm clearly kidding about that. But, uh, yeah, no, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, you drive, you drive around in a, in a lifted Jeep and you, you, you drive trails and you make trail guides and, you know, I mean, that's a, I mean, what more can you want? I life? am a professional jeeper. I mean, that just it just writes itself for the resume. Because <laughs> <laughs> all you got to do is get paid a dollar, and you're a professional. Yeah, that is really cool. I'm glad you mentioned that. That is really a lot of fun uh, because you have the potential to add to something that a lot of people are going to see and use and uh, and and appreciate. So, I mean, how many jobs yeah. out there are like that where you get direct uh, involvement in something? That, that's great. Now, now, I will say uh, that the scout routes are, are relatively easy to do. Uh, the trail guides can be very, very detailed, and not everybody has that skill set because every one of those, when you're looking at Metal Masher, those, uh, I think, 18 or 19 waypoints on that trail, you're stopping at every one of those. I can show you every one of my Jeeps. Uh, I've worn the seat out in the foot uh, where your feet touch, you know, getting out on that sill. Because you're literally sometimes getting in and out of the Jeep, you know, 50 to 100 times a day. So it is a little bit of work, but it's it's very rewarding. And especially when you see someone leave a review, like, you know, like if you went out on Metal Masher and you left the trail review that this was the greatest trail I ever did. So thank you so much, Trails of Off-Road, for such a spot on trail guide. That is our emotional uh, income right there. That's mm-hmm. what makes it. That's what motivates us to get out there all the time is. You know, just seeing the happy, happy people that had a great time out on a trail uh, using one of our trail guides, there's really no greater satisfaction. Uh, All the money in the world wouldn't pay for seeing, you know, tens of thousands of people with smiling faces that used, you know, our product to get out there and have a great great time and, and get out there and come back safely is also another big thing because they're not going to leave any kind of uh, comments or reviews if they didn't get back safely so you mentioned the interview yeah, exactly. process earlier uh, uh like a, a zoom meeting or something to do the interview process can i make a suggestion uh to you so that you can uh, maybe ask a few questions uh and uh, and just validate their their jeeping prowess Sure, go for it. So I'm thinking of a uh, just a uh, 10 questions that could be randomly spaced out during the interview about little-known uh, Jeep talk show things that have happened. So if they know the okay. answer, you know that they're hip and they're into the whole Jeep thing because they listen to the Jeep talk show. And I can provide you a list of questions. <laughs> What's number one? Uh, what was the uh, – <laughs> who was the, the host that said, I don't need a winch because I'll never get stuck? 
Uh, was that you, Tony? That was not me. I guarantee you, it wasn't me. Uh, tools are hey, wonderful I, to have. Can I turn? Uh, can I turn the interview around on you? Sure. Are you the original podcast guy when it comes to Jeeps? Uh, well, I don't think so. I think there was like High okay. Sierra that came before the Jeep Talk Show, but we've been doing it now for 13 years. So we definitely have been doing it longer than anybody else has done it because of this That's thing amazing. called yeah. yeah, this thing called Pod Fade, and it's really easy to do. And a lot of it has to do with exactly what you were talking about: getting feedback or uh, thank yous or you know just comments about the show, good or bad. It's it you have to have that feeling that people are interested. You can't just go by the download numbers. Like uh, I'm sure you see uh, the people that are subscribing to your product, and that, that's very gratifying. But when they take the time to say something, to write something, or call you, it's just it's very special. Yeah, absolutely. There's there's a couple things uh, that I would say I've changed my whole perspective on how I operate in life on a couple things. Is number one um, when you see a business owner such as yourself doing something and you see the level of effort they put in and it's good is to take the two minutes and i'm not saying this selfishly but i i do it now i i thank them for what they're doing because i know what it means to me absolutely and then secondly the moment i'm irritated about something small i don't shoot my mouth off i don't go leave a public terrible public review over something stupid i wait like maybe 20 minutes and then i decide do i want to approach this privately and not you know on a public forum so to say if uh if something's wrong because at the end of the day i would say 99 out of 100 people want to do a great job and if they failed at something you can let them know privately and it will get fixed a lot faster and a lot better um, by just taking some common courtesy and kindness to people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's respect. The way I look at it is you're just providing respect to them to not uh, publicly uh, uh, point out their their shortcomings. And their shortcomings may not be a shortcoming. It just may be in uh, uh, indifference to the way you think it should have been done. So, yeah, it's very important to treat people with respect, and we always try to do that here. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's great. I mean, that's a long time, so not. I'll, I'll give you your interview back. so uh i'll just mention joe rogan has been podcasting a year longer than us so there you go but of course we're not making 110 million dollars either so (laughs) (laughs) it's not it's not how long you've been doing it it's how good you're doing it um okay so so let me make sure i i got this correct so you you download the product there's a lot of uh a lot of things that you can do with trail off-road on your phone or desktop oh i was going to ask this can you plan a route uh using trails off-road that may be on your desktop laptop or even the phone you plan your route and then you can distribute that to people like maybe through the the gpx file is that is that something that you could do that, that is not within our scope at this point in time. So really, we focus on creating a really great trail guide where you don't have to, you know, plot a route and, and whatnot. We've got some other stuff coming up. But I, I think as we grow uh, and we're able to put more people on those types of, you know, build outs and tech stacks that you'll definitely see that type of stuff coming. So. Sure, sure. Well, it's something to look forward to, which is great. 
So, um, like, if if uh, if we were going to put together a Jeep talk show, is going to be going out as a group to Moab, and we were going to do Metal Masher. What we would do is we would tell everybody to download the the Trails Off Road uh, app, sign up for the app, and then uh, this is the 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 route that we're going to be doing. We tell them uh, where to go, and if you have any questions about the trail, you can look at the images and the videos that are available so that you can get an idea. I mean, you can still ask questions, but that's a way that you can just help yourself to get an idea of what the trail is and also too you can see if your vehicle matches up with what the recommended requirements are absolutely and we are um, for a couple smaller events we're we're basically the de facto official app uh, so we have all the trail guides of the trails that they're going to run and then now what a lot of what they used to do in the past was they would do the printed thing and it was you know a long convoluted mess it's so easy now with the app um, to be able just to say, here's all the trails we're going to run, and it's available at Trails Off-Road. And um, not only the, uh, all of our memberships start with a seven-day free trial. So actually, if you're in Moab for seven days, you know, it's basically on, on Trails Off-Road. So uh, they don't even need to pay for something in those first seven days. Cool. So you would uh, download the, the map for the state. And then you would have that in your phone. So whether you have service or not, it's available there. Uh, and then uh, that way you, you can follow along using GPS, and all phones have GPS these days, or tablets even. You mentioned a tablet that you have. It was a, an iPad? Yeah, so the tablet just needs to be uh, cellular-enabled. You don't have to have a cellular number going to it. But when they enable them with cellular, that's what puts the GPS into the tablets. Okay, good. So, uh, and I would assume that other tablets uh, are uh, something else you can use, like maybe an Android a tablet, uh, Samsung, Absolutely. for example. Yep. Yep. As long as it's as long as it's cellular enabled, they're good to go. Okay. Um, so uh, you could use that, especially if you had something you wanted to put on your dash with like a nice big screen, so that you could see the the map clearly as you're driving along. Um, so um, uh, there is no, like for example, uh, the Uconnect system. There is no connection between uh, this app. Uh, you can't run this app uh, on the Uconnect system, correct? Well, throat clear, real quick. <laughs> you can. Uh, we just uh, released our CarPlay back right at Easter Jeep Safari. Uh, so if you uh, watch the uh, the the twenty twenty four reveal at the New York Auto Show. Uh, you can see that uh, they showed Trails Off-Road and CarPlay right out on the dash right. of the new 2024. Uh-huh. Uh, Android, Android should be out within the next 30 days. Um, the one thing that I want to point out is if you open up the app that you have there, Pony, and click follow mode, uh, when you're talking about using in a tablet, uh, follow mode is made for driving. So when you click follow mode, what it does is it scrolls the waypoints that's going to show what's coming up next. So as you're driving, you're going to be able to see, and especially with your co-pilot, you know, if your wife or your spouse is in the passenger seat, they can sit there and navigate for you and let you know exactly what's coming up next. It scrolls all that waypoint data. That technology of what we call the follow mode does not work with CarPlay or Android Auto. And the reason is, is because... Apple and Google put these uh, rules around what they call distracted driving, and they don't want you to be able to read a lot while they have something on the screen. So you can't get follow mode in our CarPlay, but it does 
let you know which waypoints are coming up next. Mm -hmm. Those bastards. Damn nanny state. <laughs> Everybody's got a rule these days. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, and that, that, I'm sure they do that a lot uh, having to do with liability. Um, do you have any liability concerns with uh, the this product and showing pe people uh, pictures of what's there and maybe they don't agree with it and uh, they come back on you? Is there Have you had any bad situations where, not where you've necessarily done something wrong, but because uh, the, you know, the litigious nature of society these days uh, has been an issue with uh, providing this product? That would be my concern because this is, to me, this is a wonderful product, but so, there's always somebody w willing to ruin it for you. Well, I'm sure those people are out there. Uh, the one thing that we we are pretty good about is making sure that we have a, a really good, uh, strong terms of service. And then if you if you look at our technical rating page, the problem with trail with off road trails is that they can change overnight. Yep. So any type of rain, um, big weather event. Let's say you've got, got an LJ on forties. Uh, that's just going hog wild right in front of you and he could be he or she could be moving those boulders and shifting and totally change the trail after an Easter Jeep safari run all the trails are, are much different you know where the rocks are placed and stuff like that from so many vehicles so um, you know we try to do our best on that but the nature is is that it's a it can be a very dangerous uh hobby if you will mm -hmm. um I, I personally think it's more dangerous driving to the trailhead on a on, on a highway um to get there but uh you know we worry about that stuff all the time and and we try to make it very very clear that you know you could your vehicle could get damaged your passengers could get hurt you could hurt and unfortunately if you did something really bad you could die you know you take black bear pass you could take your eye off the road for a quick second and you're over the edge and you're dead. Um, but the same things can happen on the highway. Right. And the same thing can uh, happen in walking in the wrong neighborhood at night if you're out there at uh, the two o'clock in the morning. So uh, anything can be dangerous. It just depends on the common sense. And the more information you have, the less likely that it's going to be damaging or life-threatening is, is what I think. And this has a lot of good information. You know, you mentioned Black Bear Pass. I got to go look that one up and look at the pictures. I, I would imagine that some of the, the folks taking the pictures out there had a death grip on that camera. I can't imagine doing Black Bear, <laughs> Black Bear Pass and uh, stopping to take pictures. <laughs> I mean, it's very picturesque, but I could just imagine on some of those switchbacks, you know, he's like, oh, crap, I got I to gotta take a picture. <laughs> That's a multi-person job, you know. You got to have one person kind of... Kind of walking. You don't really want to put the vehicle in park, you know, on that, uh, <laughs> that situation. It's moving. Um, I saw the Jeep move. No, it's okay. <laughs> yeah. And, and believe it or not, the hardest part on that trail is is not the switchbacks. It's the, the part right before you get to the switchback. There's a little off-camber uh, kind of uh, embedded rock section that more people have rolled there than anywhere because if it's slightly raining, it's very slippery. And if you're not paying attention, it's you're on your side pretty fast so um yeah it's a it's a fun trail I, 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 you have an open invitation that's only an hour and a half from my house um so open invitation anytime and uh, we could go run black bear and uh, once a year they have a special event where you can run it they call it black bear pass backwards but you can actually run it uh from the bottom up mm -hmm. uh it's a once a year event and luckily i got on that one time as a passenger and 
those uh, switchbacks are a lot scarier driving up because <laughs> you have to back up into the shelf versus, you know, where you're looking down at the shelf or the drop off. So it's, it was pretty scary. And when we were driving up it, I was passenger and I just, for the most part, I said, I'm going to get out and take photos. <laughs> so I, I didn't like being passenger hearing those brakes squeak on those those uh switchbacks oh so. brakes can go out at any time especially when you use them a lot yeah i would have done the thing like oh, i'll back you up to the edge <laughs> so <laughs> come on i'll back you up i'll, I'll be the guy you know so <laughs> yeah everything's good now i'll get back in <laughs> that's great well i have a gladiator and that thing is so damn long i mean my understanding is it'll it'll still do the switchbacks but it just makes it that much more fun uh, i think is the way it was i was told yeah, you got to pay attention a little bit. That's all. Oh, God. If you're not paying attention up there, you are way too mellow. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is great. Oh, one of the other things I was going to ask you about. So the, 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 you, you have uh, uh, members of uh, trail off, Trails Off-Road or yourself is taking, taking these pictures. Do people uh, submit pictures and, uh, to, be, to be shown on the, on the guide, or is that strictly uh, employees that do this? Uh, yeah, strictly employee, strictly like our, our writers. Um, we do have a very robust uh, trail review system. So that's where our community uh, leaves a trail review. And then they can post up as many photos. And a lot of the, um, a lot of the YouTubers uh, will also leave their YouTube video as they're building their channels. Mm-hmm. Um, so they'll go out and run the trail and they'll post their video up there as a way to, way to get the word out that they've got a new video. And incidentally, in our trail review system, what we also created, we call it the community consensus. And what that does is when a when a when one of our members leaves a trail review, they can vote and say, we thought your rating was spot on. We thought the trail was easier and we thought the tra- or we thought the trail was harder. And what that allows us to do is, A, uh, if something's material changed on the trail and all of a sudden everything's coming in harder we know to get out there and we'll put that at the top of the priority list for what we would call a rewrite or an update and then uh we also have certain writers some may underwrite a little underrate a little bit and some may overrate a little bit so it's really helping us really dial in the perfect off-road trail rating system which in the there isn't any in the world there's no universal off-road trail rating system so you could look at rock crawling or not rock crawling rock climbing and there's a universal rating system uh, a lot of different sports have like uh, whitewater rafting there's you know your class four your class five etc there's nothing like it in the off-road world so we've been creating our own and we spend a lot of time honing in on that and trying to make it better each week yeah, I mean, there's always room for for improvement, and I like that, that you don't have a perfect product, and you probably never will, because you're always adding to it and getting feedback from people and learning stuff uh, even whenever you go out. So I'm glad that you have the reviews there, because everybody, uh, I mean, uh, I always do it when I'm buying something on Amazon, just because uh, you've got uh, people saying, oh, this product sucks, this product sucks. If you read about it, you go, oh, well, yeah, but they, they're expecting something, some some form of magic that doesn't exist <laughs> for, for this product. And the, the same thing for trails. It really all depends on uh, who you are, what you're driving, what your experience level is. Uh, so uh, you, you got you to take that. But it's great to have the, the uh, alternative information 
uh, so to put up against what uh, y'all's review is of the of the trail. And I'm sure you guys yeah. are, are very spot on. It's not like you're not uh, uneducated about off roading. Yeah, and I tell you what, our members, uh, I, I give them a lot of credit, and I, we love going to events like Easter Jeep Safari because it allows us to meet people that have been using us forever, and, you know, just to, I wish we could meet everybody, uh, but I will tell you, our members, I would say 99% of the trail reviews that come in, they're so well responsibly written where they talk about, you know, vehicles and you know, you can tell they're writing the review for someone else to read it and get something useful out of it. Um, so I, I can't give enough credit to our members that that use Trails Off-Road because um, they really help add to the community. And, you know, it, it's just so important for, for everybody to stick together in the off-road community because, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, we're not, we're not a big sport or a hobby, whatever you want to call it, you know, if you compared it to, you know, other things out there like football and baseball and whatnot so uh, i think that's going to come i think especially with social media and as people because uh, i think there's an innate wish in most everybody at one age or another to have a jeep it's one vehicle it's like well that would be fun it, you know it's topless you can go anywhere uh and I, and I think that people just have an innate desire to have a jeep and uh if you get one the next best thing is well i want to use this thing and having uh, programs like trails off-road gives them the ability to be instantly educated on things that might take other people a long time to learn uh, and have that confidence and, and go and do things and be part of the jeep family so um now I noticed that uh, we're gonna. Uh, well, let me just uh, let me just do this. You know how the kids love the social media these days, and uh, where <laughs> where can they find uh, trails off road in the social media? I'm I'm actually on the. I just subscribe to your YouTube channel, so and it looks very nice. My God, you got a lot of videos there, and I see a lot of uh, really pretty uh, thumbnails. I'm sure this one's from uh, from uh, uh, Moab, but uh, yeah. So I know about. Uh, the YouTube uh, Trails uh, Off Road. Just do a search on YouTube for Trails Off Road. Uh, where, where else are you? Are you on, are you on the Instagram? Yep. Uh, uh, Facebook and Instagram both. Uh, just Trails Off Road. So I wouldn't I wouldn't put us into influencer category or anything like that. But we we certainly have had a, a long standing social media. And then uh, YouTube. Uh, of course, every trail guide we do make a very short video. It's not they're not meant for entertainment value. And then when you go to our YouTube channel, if you go to our curated playlist, those trail guides were made specifically for your YouTube viewing pleasure. So we've got some really, really good ones there. And uh, maybe the one you're seeing right there on the front page is uh, we did last year was the whole trifecta. Um, which Moab locals hate that name, but that's the <laughs> that's the combination of poison spider, golden spike, and gold bar rim. And uh, we were out there for 13 hours making that video and doing some mapping. It was a great time. Oh, I bet it was. What a great job! And Todd, I also I appreciate meeting you out there in uh, Moab, and uh, glad you came over and took some time to to show me the product and uh, sign up here so we could get an interview. This is the thing we really like talking to our listeners about is great products that make the whole jeeping experience better and this looks like a great product i look forward to being able to use this whenever i go off-road uh, in the future and i recommend all you guys go over there to trailsoffroad.com sign up now <clears throat> and this is how they get you they they show you a great product and you go 
damn, I'm going to have to subscribe. <laughs> I'm going to have to pay for this product. It's just so great. And I, and I think that's why you get a lot of respectful uh, reviews from people is because they realize what a great product and how much time and effort it, it takes to do this. Even though some some of them may secretly be calling you a bastard because of the, the job that you have to do to go out off-roading and take pictures and have fun. <laughs> well, Todd, thanks. Well, so- I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, I was going to say, yeah, no, we appreciate that. And, uh, you know, that we do make mistakes uh, from here, you know, time again. So, you know, if, if if anybody ever sees anything wrong, you know, they can they can write in. So but for the most part, it's it, we do put a lot of time and effort into this. So Oh, you can tell it. I absolutely can tell by the quality of uh, everything. And it's and it works on the desktop, people. You know, some people, a lot of products are coming out these days where it works really good, good on the phone. And then the desktop or laptop uh, version is kind of like lackluster because they've really uh, geared the phone towards this. So this is great on the desktop. I was able to go uh, all the places and look and read and see things. And if uh, it, and once you start getting older and you need it, uh, need glasses to see things, you'll appreciate the desktop. <laughs> and learn, it, <laughs> learn it on the desktop and then uh, go over on the, on the phone when you're out on the trail. Todd, thank Tony, you. We have we have uh, we have just one recommendation for people with the desktop. Uh-huh. Is we, we recommend that you use it when you're supposed to be working and research <laughs> your whole weekend. Have you have you so, put a boss key in there so they can pr- press that <laughs> press that key? The, in, it goes back the to a spreadsheet. Great. <laughs> it's great. You just sit there when you're at your cubicle or wherever you work, and you could be researching your whole weekend, and then now, boom, you save it to your favorites. Make sure you have a, the state offline download uh-huh. uh, going, and then you got the app for when you're out on the trail. So yeah, we're we're all about trying to scoot around a lot of work duties as much as possible. I recommend doing that. Set up your weekend uh, or, or week, like if it's a Utah thing, <clears throat> do that at work so you get paid for it. And try to always use the bathroom at work and let them pay for the toilet paper and get paid for, <laughs> for taking a shit is the way I like it. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. <laughs> Todd, thanks a lot for being on. Great conversation. We ran long, but like I warned you, if if it's real interesting, sometimes we do that. And uh, you definitely had a, a, a great uh, story to tell us about and a great product. And I know we've only just scratched the surface, so we'll have to get you back on. Maybe we can get you on on a, a roundtable Q&A. Yeah, let's uh, let's do that. Let's talk about trails and uh, places to go and having fun. You know, that's what this is all about is, uh, you know, have, make time with your Jeep and go out there and, and recreate and have fun. Or if you don't, you're, you know, your life is going to suffer. You got to take it out <laughs> off road. That's right. Absolutely. Get that Jeep <laughs> off road. You'll you'll be amazed at what it can do. All right, Todd, it's thanks therapy. a lot. Have a great night. And again, thank you for being on the show. Appreciate it, Tony. Thank you. Hey, thanks again to Todd Taylor of Trails Off-Road. That's trailsoffroad.com. Visit their website right now. And don't forget, if you are a Patreon subscriber, make sure you check your discount codes. By the way, I think people were having some problems finding the discount codes on the telephone app, the cell phone app, uh, the smartphone app. I'll get it right. And uh, but uh, on the website, so if you go to the patreon.com slash Jeep Talk Show website, you should be able to find those discount codes. Haven't heard back from Patreon yet about why you can't see it on the app, uh, but uh, I bet you they're working on it because, you know, I'm not the only person complaining about it. So uh, but anyway, the uh, Trails Off-Road Todd gave us a 25 percent discount for a year membership subscription to trailsoffroad.com. Give it a try. Uh, I have not uh, used it off-road yet, but I do have it on my phone, and uh, I will be using it uh, tomorrow 
uh, at the uh, Hidden Falls Adventure Park for the uh, third annual Jeep Talk Show off-road event. Hey, coming up next week, Gerald Hubber. I hope I'm getting that right, uh, Jerry. And uh, yeah, that's Jerry, also known as Jerry, from uh, Toledo Jeep Fest. He's going to let us know what's going on with the Toledo Jeep Fest this year. Hopefully you're going. Well, we've mentioned uh, Patreon several times in this episode. Uh, that's not by design. <laughs> it's just happened to be talking about it. If you'd like to be a subscriber and a supporter of the Jeep Talk Show, you know, if you've got anything out of it, uh, a laugh or two, maybe some information, things that you didn't already know, uh, maybe some things that you didn't know, but you're uh, uh, sad you know now, <laughs> you might want to consider being a, a paid subscriber. I mean, it's five bucks. Uh, it, it's not a lot of money, and it, it really helps us out a bunch, especially with these events that we're going to. Uh, and hopefully, we'll be able to do more of those uh, as uh, as time goes on, and uh, more of them around the country, maybe some that are closer to you. And uh, giving us a little bit of, of, of your pocket change really helps that. I mean, what is it? That's, that's less than a cup of coffee, right? I mean, isn't coffee like seven bucks a month now or something for one cup? Uh, yeah, so it's not a lot. If you consider doing it, we really appreciate it. Uh, and of course, we're giving stuff to you. We're giving you ad-free content. We're giving you early access, discount codes. Oh, and there's a Jeep Talk Show sticker there as well. So uh, th- th- I think it's a pretty good deal. I hope you think it is too. And that's a wrap for today's Jeep Talk Show. I want to give a big thank you to our special guests for joining us today and sharing their knowledge and experience with the Jeep community. We truly appreciate your time and insight. Remember, we have four episodes a week, and it's understandable if you have missed past episodes. You can always find us on your favorite podcast platform or on our website. With over 800 past episodes, there is plenty of Jeep Talk Show to entertain you. You know, if you have any Jeep-related questions or topics you'd like to co- like for us to cover, feel free to reach out uh, to us on social media or via email. Just go to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact to find out how to connect. Until next time, keep on jeeping, and we'll see you on the trails. Did the lights just dim, or is that my brain tumor acting up? Broadcasting since 2010.